This is Work From Home, the podcast that helps you stay connected, productive and sane while working remotely. I'm Harry and today we're jumping into the second half of my conversation with Sean Blander. Um, We're discussing an article he wrote which was really interesting and really different from our opinion that we have here on the podcast which is that remote work is awesome and we should all be embracing working from home uh, and just kind of trying to find ways to make it better. Sean doesn't think that remote work's a bad thing but he doesn't think that it's necessarily the best thing for everybody either and he's got a bunch of reasons for why he thinks in person in you know a physical location is is better for many people so we're kind of teasing apart some of those reasons one of the reasons we focus on today which i think is particularly interesting to me personally is the effect of remote work on career development and how we can in sean's view being a remote worker makes it easier to be forgotten and can lead to to stunting of your career growth so definitely stick around and and see what he's got to say on that you mentioned that remote work stifles your career growth this is for me, one of the most compelling reasons for not wanting to be a remote worker personally, because I, I actually, I have felt this a little bit. I, I just, uh, you know, friends, colleagues, family members and so on that are, that are in, in careers and it feels like not having that FaceTime with your, with your senior team makes it really hard to stand out basically or assert your case or put yourself forward for these positions or, or stick your hand up for extra projects that might not come your way if you're remote. So I'd love you to speak to that point because that's something I've been worried about. And I'm, I wonder also if we could include in that, like if is there, what do you think is the is the remedy for that? How can we be successful kind of remote workers if, if I could try and uh, switch your opinion slightly? <laughs> so I, I, I wrote a piece uh, before this on my blog uh, and the, t- the headline is, um, your 30s is when you should decide to go for it or not. And, and the, the premise is there's a point in everyone's career where you reach some sort of success and then you, you have to decide whether you're going to double down back into work or like this is enough for you and you're going to focus on other things. And I think if you're the latter, right, if you're like, I have enough, I enjoy my work, the remote work situation works great because you can also like get rid of your commute and focus on tending your garden or seeing your children or whatever it is you, you get personal uh, validation out of. For the people trying to go for it, I think it's incredibly difficult. And I think the people advocating for remote work forget what it's like to be a 22, 23-year-old with no connections, not knowing what good looks like, not getting that mentorship, not getting that guidance. And I, in remote situations, I think that happens far, 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 far less. And that is how it stifles your career growth. And if you notice that people advocating for remote work are often in their, like, at least 30 years old, at least have some bit of financial success. So to get the second half of your question, what do we do about it as remote workers? The easy answer, I think, is um, be really annoying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> you know, a volunteer for things, ask for feedback. I, I think, you know, demanding a more frequent feedback schedule, force your manager to pay attention to you and be a squeaky wheel. And I'll admit, in some cases, I think that could backfire. Like, you can manage like, that guy's a pain in the butt. I'm not going to deal with him. And you should probably seek another manager or, or firm. But for the right manager who wants to foster and develop your career, I think you should just make it as easy as possible for them. Like do the meeting templates, reserve the time, ask for a regular review cadence. I think that is possible with a little bit of work. And I do think a lot of people in their early 20s don't quite have the toolkit to do that unless they're told explicitly. Yeah, that's fair. I But I, I also think the, the kind of... Um... Potential alternative to that is that that we, when we're re- remote, we've got potentially more time that's not taken away from commutes and so on. If we are a young kind of ambitious graduate in our in our twenties, there's never been an easier time to start start that side project that will kind of allow you to develop the skills that you need to to step up in your career and kind of share you know be forward share that with your 
with your colleagues, your coworkers, your your bosses, take on side projects, even if it's maybe it's not maybe it's even related to your job. You know, like um, if you're not doing the kind of work that you want to be doing when we're when no one's looking over your shoulder every minute of the day as long as you're doing the thing that you you mentioned you're measured by your output as long as your output is what it should be um if you've got a couple hours spare in the day and you could take on that project that you're not working on yet but you want to be i feel like there is that opportunity to kind of just you know stick your oar in places that that it wasn't asked to be in right but think but think about that framework right the side project framework which is is true in, in real life business but if the best way we can advocate for career growth in remote work is to not dive into the company, right, is to do something aside from the company. I feel that's a case for why remote work can sometimes be harmful. Yeah, 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 true. These are all really good points. And I think it's a really interesting conversation to have um, and, and something to be conscious of, because I think that when we all kind of start to make the decision about what our future looks like as we return to work, hopefully in the next kind of six months, I think for a lot of people, that perfect picture looks like a kind of half and half situation, perhaps. So I wonder what's your vision of the future for you personally like how 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 would you like work to look like for you and yeah what do you want your new normal to look like i think it's a for and again this is so personal and i think you know to maybe end on a happy note i'm by remote work should exist for the people that want it like for sure i i think the the thing that i am against is the requiring of a working style you know that we're all remote or all in the office um or when you found your company, you're saying, hey, we believe in distributed work first, and if that's not for you, that's fine, right? Like, I, I get that. But um, for me, it's uh, it's going into the office every day or four to five days a week, but I also live very close to where I, I work. And um, having some flexibility about maybe when I start and when I finish, or if I need to do to handle something to, in two hours in the middle of the day, like, that's fine. I, I My company has that trust in me. And I think that's the ideal. And I'm sure that'll change, you know, if one day I have children or if I one day I have a sick family member. And I think the ideal working situation is the company establishing its values, its preferred working style and trusting its employees to handle it. And honestly, that's what a lot of good remote companies do. I think we're, we're very close to the future. Yeah. And I, and I think uh, also this, this situation has forced companies to trust their employees. And so I think that's the biggest hurdle for a lot of people is just like, seeing a future where a remote work situation could work, they're now in a position where they've had to make it work and they've seen that it can work. And so hopefully that flexibility will start to be encouraged by more kind of companies so that we can kind of... I think the real debate of the future, it won't be remote or not. It's does a hybrid approach work? Yes, yeah. Do, are companies going to have to immediately go, we're all remote or all not, or will hybrid work? I, my company does a hybrid model and, and you know, so far I, I felt it's been working great, but I do know a lot of advocates that say, you can't have this two-tier system. I disagree, but I understand. Yeah, I don't know. It seems to, it seems like the most sensible thing to be. I mean, also, it's just like office space, right? It's just going to, you know, that's no longer a thing. So everyone's going to be like, cool, well, let's just like cut our office space like by two thirds and then people can just come in as and where, you know, like make sure that we don't get over capacity. But I, so I, I feel like the flexible, the kind of half and half approach is going to be where we end up, right? Like, Yeah, and, and I'm a big believer in cities and like communities and like downtown cores. And one reason I'm worried about this trend is does it, you know, disaggregate downtown cores where we get a lot of our culture and restaurants and and gathering spaces. And I fear I don't want to live in a world where that stuff doesn't exist. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's a really good point. Because we're seeing so many more people move from the cities. Like, I've never seen so many houses being bought in the area. So I live in the country. And like, I've just seen so many houses being bought. And this is something we're seeing everywhere. Everyone's talking about how people are moving out of London, out of New York, out of whichever their major metropolitan areas because of COVID, I guess. And um, 
it's going to be re- yeah it's going to be really interesting to see what that kind of distribution of population ends ends us up in cool man well look this has been great so if people want to find out more about you and the the work that you're doing and the writing that you're doing where where should they go to find that Sure. Uh, pretty simple. Uh, just go to seanblanda.com. My name is spelled the uh, Irish way, S-E-A-N. And then I'm also Sean Blanda on Twitter and uh, find me in either one of those places. Thanks again very much to Sean. Really, really appreciated him coming on and kind of teasing apart his views here and being such a good sport of uh, coming and talking to him about it with uh, with someone that, that maybe doesn't hold the same view as his. You can find more information about everything that he's doing and kind of some more articles he's written. He's got some really interesting stuff there at seanblanda.com. As ever, please do share this episode with at least one friend that you think would get some value from this. A colleague, maybe someone that's uh, working with you alongside you and is worried about their career progression while working remotely. You can find more information about us at wfhpodcast.com. We'll be back very soon. And thank you very much for listening.